this is just tap out, is it? Ah, oh yeah. Huh? Cheeky tucker. Huh? Just tap out. That's my catchphrase. Huh? My own hype man steals my catchphrase and creates a company. Huh? Where's my money? Where's my money? Yeah, well. Oh, you're Tucker. Go on. You can have just tap out. Huh? I'll take the rest of the world. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Tucker. Huh? Maybe these boys need a real senpai. Maybe they really need a real sensei, yeah? Huh? A technician. Yeah. Hey, any time. I'll come to Just Tap Out any time. Considering this is my bloody company, isn't it? Just Tap Out, you cheeky bastard tucker. Alright. And, uh... Dale. Takai. Huh? Andre the Dickhead. Uh, what's his name? Ren. Yeah. Madam, madam, madam. Yeah, tall boy needs more training. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially Andre the Dickhead. My name is Luke, your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hey, my name is Mr. Guy, and I'm here (laughs) to talk about wrestling with you, Luke, and also, uh, you know, at the listeners, not with them, at them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, if <laughs> yes, yes, you're uh, you're talking at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, say something to them. Hey. <laughs> By the way, this swearing on the show, uh, I haven't said that in a while, but uh, you know we're going to say naughty words at, during the course of this uh, podcast. And if there are any naughty words that you think uh, we should say more, but we don't, there are ways you can contact us. <laughs> uh, those being uh, the email address where you can send uh, voice emails or the normal written kind that's uh, neveropenpod at gmail.com we're also on the tweety where you can interact with us uh, i'm at grumpy2eb mr guy is at Druce for tweets and we're both at neveropenpod where you can interact with us during shows and all that kind of shit if you wish to uh, if you see our links out and about you might see a Teespring link there in that thing. So uh, do, do do the clicky on that and buy our shit. Uh, <laughs> please, please. All right. So uh, there we go. I have all the of the uh, starting stuff. Wow. Uh, we haven't <laughs> recorded in a while, so I'm just like, all right, I have to remember to hit this bit and then this bit. I was like, what am I doing? Mind you, I feel like what I'm saying, are you- what doing when uh <laughs> there hasn't been a break between recordings that's great what are you doing yeah what are you do you what are you doing yourself that's mm. i've not heard that one before i don't think that's right uh, i'm looking in a mirror as i say that right now and just... <laughs> is the the ultimate warrior staring back at you <laughs> but, but it's really the renegade <laughs> oh my god Oh, yes. So uh, we're, we're covering two shows tonight, everyone. Uh, yeah. By now, uh, be it uh, free on New Japan World or Wrestle Universe, or be it uh, through a Beamer, uh, most of you have probably already now watched uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling versus Noah, or Pro Wrestling Noah. So we're going to cover that tonight, uh, or today, this morning, whenever you've got this in your ears. That's mm-hmm. when we're covering it. We're also covering another show. Uh, do we want to tell everyone what it is yet, or save it? Well, I'm I'm definitely naming the episode 
Taka Taichi Mania. I mean, like that's the, nice. the, the New Japan versus No. Who gives a fuck? It's Taka <laughs> Taichi Mania three. That's what it's all about. It's better than fucking WrestleMania three and shit. We got yes. Andre the Dickhead up, up in this shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is true, everyone. We watched Taka Taichi Mania three. Uh, there is some stuff in it and there's also some awesome shit in it there is some uh, mr andy sent me the uh, english backstage comment translation so uh it, which is free to watch like if you want to watch sakataichi mania on new japan well it, you, you, it's a pay-per-view so you gotta pay for it yeah i think it's like 26 dollars american yeah. usd us yeah. dollar you do <laughs> us dollar do. that's what that stands for i didn't know i just found yep. it out also, with uh, yeah, so it's that's what we did. We uh, we both watched uh, Takatachi three, and it was awesome. Uh, the English comments, backstage comments, are free. All right, so yes. everyone, even if you don't watch this show, I would recommend watching the backstage comments for this show, especially yes. uh, post match between uh, two wrestlers. And um, I'm not gonna mention who those two are, but. We'll get to that because it's awesome, and I cried like a little little bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> just it was like so... Okada, you're like I'm a bitch, and then you start crying. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Except like he could say I'm a bitch, and everyone's just like, yeah, don't think you are, man. Whereas I say it, and everyone's like, yeah, that tracks. That's that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been an awesome time for your cat to just meow out of nowhere, just right there, just be like. That's right. Yeah. A bitch, you know, but. Ash hasn't hung out with me for a little while. And the other no. day I had Taka Taichi Mania 3 on. And next thing I know, I hear, yeah. <laughs> I hear Japanese going on in here. What's going on? And she sat down and uh, just fell asleep while the rest thing was on. Maybe she likes the sound of um, people talking in Japanese and stuff. Hey, you know, Luke, I've been playing this video game uh, called Assassin's Creed origins mm -hmm. all right and this is the one that takes place in ancient egypt which it it's pretty awesome like the 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 opening like you know title screen says 48 bce and it says head to alexandria which is like the most famous period of history in the world so uh, of all time so i'm pretty excited about that but an interesting thing about that game if you're like near a settlement or like a tomb or something you just kind of hang out for a little bit you know, like sometimes there's an animation of you like scratching or like some games will they'll turn and look at the camera. Well, in this game, like cats start gathering around you. And just, cats are everywhere. Really? Just, all of a sudden you get like two, three cats just like, hey, what's up, man? And they're rubbing up against you. It's pretty fun. Nice. Where's our, where's our ancient Rome Assassin's Creed? That needs to be a thing, right? I mean, I'm really happy. With uh, Odyssey, because, I mean, that's ancient Greece, but, you know, now, we do need there, the ancient Rome. There's fucking two ways you could do it. I mean, you, I guess you could do it around um, Augustus times, you know, that kind of era. Or you can do it a little later, because then you could have uh, both the cities of Rome and Constantinople. That would be pretty cool. Uh, or you can just make that in two games. Just give me some – yeah, just give me something like that. The, I, I would wait that's got to be – one of the next ones, but I, you know, it's cool. The Valhalla game, you're a Viking and you go to England and like everywhere you go, there's Roman ruins because, yeah. you know, they got, they were there and stuff. That's right. They were there. 
<laughs> I don't know why we just uh, had to mention Assassin's Creed, but we well, did. I was talking about cats. Yeah, it was. It no, was that's right. Cats. cats. That is. That's which it. is related to wrestling because of Cat yeah. Attack. That's right. We're going to get Cat Attack and, this year. And Master Gato. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my God! All right, let's do it. Where I can't remember where they well, were. Well, there's news. There's big news, oh, yeah. Luke. Tell us, injury, please. Injury news. Oh my God! Fujita's hurt. So Koso Fujita has been hurt, which means like. Both the young lions, two of the three young lions have been out injured already. That's uh, man. Whew, they go out, they go pretty hard. Uh, so yeah, uh, he was injured in training. So Mr. Bread just fucking larried the shit out of him, and he was like, "Well, gonna be on the shelf for a couple weeks, fellas." Kojima is just looking at him, it's like, "Should have eaten your bread, bitch." But uh, yeah, so. At least he's not out for a long time. Uh, I heard Eddie Kingston hurt his orbital socket or something. I was like, oh, no, how long? He'll be gone a month. And I'm like, oh, well, you can still have him on the telly cutting promos and shit. No one's going to notice. But, uh, yeah. You yeah. know, I like Eddie Kingston, and I'm happy he's getting, you know, success and stuff. He's a good wrestler. Damn straight. All right, so here's how I envision this, Mr. Andy. We'll, we'll talk about this uh, Noah show. Uh, with uh, New Japan, then we'll uh, maybe play some uh, Ian. Or do we want to play his strong review first? And then, because after his, after, <laughs> oh, no review, he did a no review himself. So, uh, he did. You know, so, I don't know. How do you want to work this? Yeah, um, I don't know. Let's let's go ahead and play his no review now. And then we'll listen to strong afterwards, because I have a feeling, you know, we're going to have different thoughts on the Noah match just than he did, or maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know. Is that, is that cool with you? It is cool with me, and I'm just like, I'm looking at this Ian email, and I'm just like, there's no transcription. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always amazed he, has, he, he does both, so uh, uh, the fact that you only done one, I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. It's, it's all good, because we, we listen to it anyway, but uh, yes, uh, I think it's used to we used to have like you and me you used to have audio problems so we'd I'd have to read a lot while we listen to it we don't really have those anymore so it's all good yeah but yes uh, I I totally forgot strong existed which um that's easy to do yeah so let's let's do it all right well then here are Ian's thoughts on New Japan versus Noah hi Luke and Andy. It's been a long week with a lot of wrestling in it, but here we are on January the 8th, looking at the most important wrestling show of the week, one which will revisit a titanic struggle between the King's Road style of Mazawa's Disciples and New Japan's Strong style. That's right, it's time for New Japan Strong's Nemesis Tour. New Japan are getting better at shooting their touring shows, and apart from a couple of issues with the lights and people falling into shadow, these shows looked and sounded very professional throughout. Our initial match of the night is the DKC versus TJP. My first note on the DKC is that he needs to lose his headband, or perhaps burn it. My second is that he should use his drop kit more often as it looks fantastic. This is a low-consequence opener, but it's not without its charm. 
TJP is a much better heel than he ever was face, possibly because there's something fundamentally unlikable about him. The DKC isn't great yet, but he's figuring some stuff out. He's got a lot more fighting spirit than he used to, and he was realised that if you're going to hit someone, it needs to look like it would hurt them, and frankly I've seen main eventers who haven't figured that one out yet. The match ends as everyone knew it would in a TJP victory, but I'm perfectly okay with that. Following this, Keita Murray and Jordan Clearwater face off against Hikaleo and Chris Bay. This is my first time seeing Keita, and he's pretty good. Small, fast, very agile, and fearless against bigger opponents. He's partnering with Andy's nemesis, Jordan Clearwater, who's starting to look like a convincing heavyweight, and has grown a lot from the last few times I saw him, when he was still just kind of treading water. Chris Bay is destined for great things, I think, and Hikaleo is very tall. This match makes good use of the height disparities in its opponents, and manages to have Chris Bay both towering over Cater and towered over by Clearwater. Bullet Club win, but for once this could have gone either way. A pretty decent tag, mugged by the fact that every time Kevin tries to say Cater Murray, it sounds like he's saying Kitamura. Our main event, and frankly the reason for caring about this show, is Eddie Kingston versus Gabriel Kidd. Everything I said in the intro about King's Road vs. Strong Style is true of this match. Kingston's got the body of a brawler, but his heart is walking the King's Road. Meanwhile, Gabriel Kidd, like Ren Narita, has been worshipping at the Church of Shibata. The result is an almost philosophical clash about the heart of Japanese pro wrestling, something that I didn't expect from a kid from Nottingham and a dirtbag from Yonkers. Kidd's moves at the start are precise, technical, almost surgical attacks, Eddie is all heart and fire in response until he gets what he wants from the match, an angry Gabriel kid who can move past technique and into passion. This is incredibly physical, incredibly emotionally charged, and kept me invested all the way to the end. Eddie wins, of course, but damn does he know he was in a fight. While nothing else on the show was quite as good as the main event, the show overall felt confident and compelling in a way that it hasn't always. Hopefully this bodes well for future shows. Thanks guys, and until next time, keep it strong. What's Strong doing? Like, what are they building to now? Like, I don't know, man. It does, uh, I, I don't keep my finger on the pulse of, uh, of Strong. <laughs> Neither do you. Yeah, I, no, I don't watch it. The only thing I know about Strong is what Ian tells me. Yes, this is true. And uh, yeah, so uh, all right, let's do it. We've 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 stalled enough. All right, let's do it. Night three of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, what was it? Sixteen. Uh, yes, I think it is. And it's at a stadium called Yokohama Arena. And uh, now it's been a while since this show aired. We know, but uh, by now. You've either seen the Abima version, which is the one I'm going to be concentrating on for this <laughs> review, uh, because I, I feel like there's some perspective that needs to be put in there, and you know, so that's what I'm I'm going to do. Now, when it came to ordering this pay-per-view, uh, it wasn't done through the New Japan website or Wrestle Universe. You had to go to, to this Abima place, and that's what I did. I I've heard that other people have had struggles to get there. Some people couldn't even get it at all. So 
Luke, how did you do it? And I will say, I have no fucking idea how I managed it because I was not sober when I did it. It was my day off. I may have been a little baked at the time, and I got it. And then I just uh, sent a link, link to you and stuff, and then we watched it. Now, I didn't get to watch this on on time because uh, I've been working lately, everyone. So uh, I came maybe just after the halfway uh, disinfectant break, and then I watched uh, the rest of the show, and then I went back and watched uh, the start of the show. So I never – I didn't wait for the version to come up on New Japan World. I was like, I fucking paid dollar reduced for this. I'm going to watch this version. So that's what I did. And uh, so that's kind of my experience watching. It's a little weird. I've got my notes in order, though, everyone, so don't worry. That's fine. Now, it didn't bother Mr. Andy, and it did bother me for a while, but then I just let let it let, let it go and enjoyed it, mostly Acceptance. because yeah. And what I'm talking about here is something that I found maddening and just fucking hurt my brain. Now, if you're watching the version of this on Wrestle Universe or New Japan World, you're not going to have any of this issue because all the music is in there. I've checked, Mr. Andy. The themes and intros are all there. Uh, so part of the wrestling for me is like the pageantry of it and all that kind of stuff. I like the entrances. I like the musics uh, and all that kind of shit. This show had zero of that. So I came in over halfway and I'm like, Where, what the fuck's going on? Oh, okay. And I just figure like the one wrestler we've got coming out has like copyright issues. And then it just keeps happening for everyone and everyone and everyone. There's no music this whole night. In fact, uh, every time people are coming to the ring it's it's quiet and unless there's commentary to people people talking on commentary and another thing which is annoying is post match you know the wrestlers are talking to each other and okay they're mostly in japanese so we wouldn't understand it but you'd get a vibe of it also charlton's there so he might overhear something and tell us what happened well we can't hear that so he can't do that so there's a bit missing here what makes up for this for me and i know people might have booking issues and stuff is just the sheer quality of the wrestling and everything like that like everyone in the ring is awesome like they 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 do their thing it's great so i've got nothing to say badly about the wrestling side of it it's just the production that kind of thing just drove me mad this is for charity as well so why couldn't both companies just be like Oh, yeah, it's fine. Just play the music. It's all good. It felt weird. It, it they just... don't own it. They may not own the music. They probably don't. And Because there were some themes that played live that night, and they were like New Japan-owned themes, like Master Watto's theme would play. You know what I mean? But like anything that was somebody else's own, they had to pay licensing fees. No, dude. And, you know. Dude, 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 dude. Here's what you do. Okay. This is for charity, motherfuckers. Who's going to sue a charity for using music? Especially Vessa's music. It is weird. It, it's just like, this is the last time, by the way, I'm going to bring it up. So I just thought I'd bring it up at the start, Mr. Andy. And then <laughs> for, the, for the rest of this, we'll, we will get into uh, just to, like just talk about the wrestling and stuff. So I just wanted to get that off well, I, my yeah, chest but straight away. Uh, I have some devastating news for you, Luke. Yeah. Because I mean, just the we we want to be a hundred percent accurate on this show. This is a 
always striving to be 100% accurate. Professionalism and, is uh, our job. It's, it is. And part of being <laughs> professional is being accurate. And um, I will tell you that the Disco Dad's theme is not on the New Japan World version of, oh, really? the, uh, of this show. And uh, that's devastating. And I just so, wanted to let people know so that they right. can go there looking for it and then get surprised. So, okay. So full disclaimer, I did not go through all of the New Japan World version of the show to see if everyone's themes are there. I just skipped to one in intro. I was like, oh, they got music here. Okay. And just assume they do. So part of my brain wonders now is does wrestle universe have all the noah entrances and stuff and then does <laughs> new japan have all the other and fucking sort the shit out what are you doing there you go <laughs> yeah all right now that i have all of that done uh i i just also want to say that all right this this feels like a part one and I feel like that because there's teasers for what might happen later on. Like, I feel like we might get maybe two, maybe three shows. I don't know if they'll do the uh, the whole crossover thing, like they'll share wrestlers and stuff for a tawny or anything like that. But um, but uh, maybe a, a couple more shows where they put, uh, you know, they don't want to put their big stars and big star matches now because this is kind of like the build-up phase, right? This feels like the, the 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 planning stages of what might happen afterwards. Did you get that vibe watching this as well? Not really. No. I mean, like, I, I'm kind of like, you know, to me, whenever this kind of thing happens, I mean, not that, you know, because this thing, has, this kind of thing has happened before. They just have never built it as Wrestle Kingdom. You know, it's just... I don't want to get my hopes up too much because I was hoping, I mean, we had all these plans. We were like, Oh shit, they're going to have new, or, uh, you know, Noah guys on, on the road to Tokyo dome and they'll show up at, you know, at wrestle Kingdom and fuck shit up. And, and, and some of that happened, but like, I think we've overshot the mark already on this. So I'm going to just kind of hedge my bets and, and just kind of say, Oh, I'm happy with this. If more stuff happens, great. I'm not expecting any of it because it would it would hurt my heart if it didn't happen and I was expecting. It. Yeah, yeah, that's that is true. Uh, I hope we get more. If we do, awesome. If we don't, uh, it's, it's a shame. All right, so let's let's get into it. We are at Yokohama Stadium, so we're we're some we're not at uh, the Tokyo Dome for this one. Pretty decent crowd. Do you want to describe all that kind of stuff, or should we get straight into the uh, opening match? Well, it looks just like the Tokyo Dome in a lot of ways, the way it's set up and everything, I, you know, and uh, there's, I think that there was more people here than night two of uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Well, I'm not surprised. Uh, it, it is, uh, look, Wrestle Kingdom's Wrestle Kingdom and people are going to go to that, but a show like this doesn't happen that often. So I, I can definitely understand that. Yeah. All right. So let's start with our first match. And it's uh, it's Young Lion City. Uh, it's uh, I don't know what they're called in Noah. Uh, maybe you do. But we got Yasa Takiano versus Kosai Vegeta. And uh, it's a Young Lion from one promotion, uh, Noah, and one po one from uh, our, our promotion. It's like yeah, we are New Japan. Why not? Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't have much notes for this one because it is a Young Lion match. But uh, and I kind of knew how it would end. But uh, it's, it's a really good match. Both men have great fire, 
and uh, of course, like, uh, like I guess uh, Vegeta has. Uh, is it Yasu Takiano or Yano Takiano? I can't remember. But Vegeta had Yano in a brab, but there's a draw. So it's a typical young lion match we've been seeing from Vegeta, just with uh, someone different. So, but yeah, I liked it. What do you think of this? I mean, it's a young lion match, like you said. I, I don't have much to say about it. But thank you for asking before, I mean, about my experience trying to watch this. Um, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I woke <laughs> up. I woke up late. Because I it said 3:30, so I woke up at three, and it's like already an hour in. I was like, "What the fuck happened?" So I don't know oh, how. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. So um, it took me three or four tries to figure out how to get into the deal. But once I figured out you had to download the app, it seemed to work. Um, when I tried to log back in later to like watch it again. It was a mystery, dude. I don't know how I did it. Just like you, that morning, I just kind of hit a bunch of buttons and I was watching the show all of a sudden. I was like, wow, I don't know how I did it, but I fucking did it. Yeah, and, man. Um, my only problem is, is I fell asleep halfway through the Congo versus LIJ match because it was, that was a rough week, man. And I'd finally kind of gotten it going and everything was good. And that yeah. match was so awesome. And oof, it just was too much for me. But, uh, but um, you know, I, I will say uh, something, just a comment about this uh, show in general, is that the the commentators said the words connective tissue so many times that I just wanted to just punch someone in the face. Uh, that was getting on my nerves. <laughs> also, I just want to say his name is uh, Yasutaka Yano. So uh, I go. said it wrong when I did a review. I just looked it up. I, I just, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, connective tissue. Uh, I just kind of tuned that out after a while because it lost oh. all fucking meaning in my brain. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! It's, it was. They said a lot. If you, you know, the drinking game, etc. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So these are all pre-show matches, by the way. The first couple of matches we're going to be talking about. So uh, just be aware of that, everyone. I don't think anyone cares. They probably just watch the whole show anyway. But. Uh, Here's one I was looking forward to as soon as I saw the card, and especially since now I've seen uh, the Funky Dads wrestle uh, on on Noah. So uh, this is a match uh, I was really excited to see. So I didn't get to see it live, but when I went back to watch it, I had a fucking awesome time. This is Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Hiroshi Tenzan versus... All right. Bear with me, everyone. I've heard all the New Japan names many times. So forgive me, uh, especially those who are more versed in Noah than I am. Forgive me for butchering some of these. So, uh, Ian, I'm, I'm sorry in advance, mate. So uh, we got uh, <laughs> Akito, Akitoshi Saito, uh, King Kane, and uh, Muhammad Yoni. Is it Yoni or Yon? Uh, it's one of those two. So sure. we've got this. Yoni. Yoni, right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he's, a, so, he's also, not only is he a disco dad, but he also plays keyboards to like uh, new age music. Yes, <laughs> of course he does. Like the real Yanni. All right. Right. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I got, I got, I get jokes. All right. <laughs> so it's the Funky Express versus the Dads. Uh, there's like Tani Scoop Slams Kojima and Nagata on top of Tenzan, which made me <laughs> fucking laugh. That was awesome. Uh, I feel like. You want someone to bump the most and look like he's going to lose the most. I feel like the guy who's kind of braver at that is almost always uh, 
Kojima. Kojima doesn't mind going out there, taking people's moves, all that kind of stuff, mostly because, like, you know how it's going to end usually, right? So, uh, and that's that's my note here. Is it just me, or does Kojima take the most bumps of the three dads, uh, especially in this match? I, yeah, thought, yeah. I thought it was really cool. Uh, love me some Kojima, and there's a lot of fun Kojima stuff here. I like seeing all three interact with the dads, but I feel like it's Kojima's show here. He's just like, hey, I win these tag matches. So uh, I'm getting in there. So, of course, he does. There's a baguette of death, and I think he did it on King Tani. Or Tanay. Or, yeah, King Tanay. That's, that's his and, name. King Tani, and he's like the... King Tane. He's uh, <laughs> he's the guy. He's like the main dude, right? He's the and uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what they what the tell him part. Maybe King Tani's the one with the afro. I don't know. Anyway, the guy with the blue pants that has short hair that yeah. isn't the old angry guy, the yeah. uh, the kind of younger looking guy. He would, does dance moves all of a sudden in the middle, but but they kind of look like. That you're not sure what they are, you know, but they're his dance moves. And Chris Charlton's reaction was kind of shitty. He would just go, well, then, you know, like that, like, like as if New Japan doesn't have silly ass shit in it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, and Kevin Kelly was super sarcastic. He was talking about, uh, isn't it Saito is the guy that's grumpy looking, I think. And he's like, he's like, well, we, he was actually on the first Wrestle Kingdom show before, before there, he was royalty, you know, <laughs> just being a dickhead. I don't know. Maybe it was King Tawny he was talking about, but he was, it was, the commentators were funny. I love these guys. They're fucking great. I wish they were in New Japan. We'd love to see them just do their shit. It's fun. Hell yeah. All right. So uh, next up we have. A pretty decent uh, multi-man tag match. We've got Master Wado, Ryusuke Taguchi, Yoshihashi, Hiroki Koto, and Tomohiro Ishii versus Kinya Okada, uh, Yoshiki Inamura, uh, Daiki Inaba, Hajime uh, Ohara, and Daisuke Harada. Uh, so, yeah, I think I didn't butcher those names too badly. That's all good. Uh, what what I remember most about this match is uh, Inamura. I think that's the, the guy from the Noah side I want to talk about, and Tomohiro Ishii. Those that was the two. Like, you know what Ishii does when he comes to the fucking ring in a multi man. He doesn't just look at he doesn't look at the other side and go, oh, I've got one, two, three, four, five guys I could beat up. No, Ishii don't play that way. Ishii's like. Who's the baddest looking motherfucker on that team? All right, I'm going to beat the shit out of him and only him and have tunnel vision for him. And guess what? Inamura feels the same way because, oh, my God, those two wrestled together. It's super cool. Uh, I liked seeing Inamura in that Kenta match that was uh, that we watched from the Noah show that we talked about last episode. It's some never shit, these two. I feel like... I want to see these guys wrestle. I feel like everyone wants to see these two have a match. Uh, so make it happen, someone, please. But uh, I also feel bad for this, uh, for the finish of this match. I feel bad for uh, for poor Kenya Okada because uh, he taps out. Now, look, it's fine. You tap out to a, to a champion. That's fine. Uh, fortunately, it's to Yoshihashi. And you think, oh, <laughs> what's the finish here? Oh, obviously, it's a 
butterfly lock, right? No. He wins with a fucking brab. What? <laughs> Why are you winning with a brab? What kind of booking is that? Yeah, I would have preferred a brain buster. I would have preferred a karma or that Shoto move. I would have preferred a Dodon, a TTTRPPWIN123. <laughs> or I would have preferred even like a go to sleep or something. Or whatever the fuck Goto does. Uh, go to whatever. Go to hell. Anything like those. No! We get a fucking brab on Kenya Okada. What the hell is that? <laughs> there is a problem with this show, Luke, and that is that it is clearly booked heavy for New Japan. And it's like, it, it's just, it's kind of silly. You know what it, I mean? But but I get I, it. I don't know. Yeah. It is called, everyone, Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. Which makes me think that maybe the next time one of these things maybe might happen, maybe, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's going to be like Noah's going to be like, hey, it's, it's, now it's our named show, I hope so. but with New Japan guys, and then you can do it the other way, I guess. But yeah, I don't know, man. What did you think of this match? I was enjoying it, but then I see the finish and I'm just like, oh yeah, he's going he's gonna, to uh, get to the ropes or one of his teammates is going to come help him and the match will continue. No, that's the fucking... Yeah, yeah. He's been hanging out with Makabe, you know, because I'm pretty sure that Okada guy's a junior. So, like, uh, you know, there was, like, juniors in there. And Daisuke Hirata, who is now the junior champion, he was kind of the leader of that group. Mm. And he was barely in it. And he's, like, one of my favorite guys. So I was like, oh, And then Yoshihashi wins in that way. And I'm like, oh, that's not cool. And he was, like, talking shit after the match, too. He's He's, like... You know, it's so crazy how, like, we're going to talk about how humble and amazing the man named Taichi is later on in the show. And uh, and then we see something like this from Yoshihashi. Big swinging dick, Yoshihashi. Big swinging dick, who's now a, a trophy holder and a two-time champion. He's got He's held two titles now. Look at him. It's gone to his head now. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, you know, I found out that he trained he opened a training school and he actually trained i know it says just tap out train these ladies but actually he trained all of the the uh joshi wrestlers in the in the takataichi mania ma uh, show uh, that's Dude. where they scream so much <laughs> they scream oh my a, God. a little too much uh yes yes they do all right let's let's get away from that and go to show versus uh at sushi katogi and yeah. All right, you get a show like this, and what people want to see in a show like this is 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 wrestling. I guess I know. See, I, everyone knows I like me some House of Torture. I do, I really do. But uh, this this Never story, man. Like, you, you, I guess you know how I feel about it. I miss Never style matches for that Never title. We haven't had them for a while, and now Evil has it. So. You know, everyone's so problems, I see it, I, I and I understand I'm having a, a bit of that too, not as much as everybody else. But, yeah, what, what, what we all want biting its own tail. <laughs> can, going on yeah. Can I just say, like, this should have been Yo. Yeah. Just to make it an actual yeah. wrestling match. No offense to, to show. He's good. That's fair. He's good in this match, I guess, because he does his shtick and he's, he's good at it. But uh, it's kind of not what... Uh, we want from a special show. 
but I do like seeing show beat up one of the Noah young lions. Uh, that was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing them at people and stuff. He really is taking that to a whole new level. The, yeah. the taking the young lion and throwing them in the way. That's tremendous. Yeah. So uh, I do like that not only is show kind of embracing that heel thing, he's trying to figure out different ways to make that fun and interesting. So I kind of I kind of dig that. Uh, look, also, Kotogi, he comes out. He's not wearing any gold. Show comes out. He wearing gold. Uh, so who's winning this? Uh, it's show. What's my fucking phone making? I don't know. Yeah, I like this um, match a lot, actually. Everybody hated it, but I liked it. Well, I thought it was fine. I mean, I've, <laughs> I felt like I, I yeah. wanted more of a back and forth, but, you know, that's fine. It's, it is what it is. What, what, I like what? I like show singles matches. Like, I kind of like them all, except for when they're against Yo. Mm. Yeah. No, I see that. You just caught me having a sip of coffee there. You haven't caught me doing that for a while. All right. Know. Do you want to talk about why you liked it? Should we just uh, move out? I just or? like I like show style, and the other guy played a good, you know, uh, baby face, and yep. you know, I just I don't know. I mean, I just like show style. It's well established. Y'all yep. know. Hell yeah, I, I feel somewhere. All y'all know. All right, so let's go. We've got Gato and Ishimori versus uh, Siki <laughs> Yoshioka and Hayata. So. uh, you know, you see these four come out, and I'm just like, oh, that's nice of Gato. He's going to come out and job on the uh, yeah, he is. That, okay, show. so that group, that group is called Stinger. These these guys, they're fucking great, right? We've covered them yeah. before. Like we covered one of those matches in Noah a while back, and we were always like, the guy, remember the guy with the blue pants and how great he can kick? I think it was maybe that big ten man tag with Shibata headbutting everybody. And maybe like these guys got featured pretty heavy, but uh, I love this tag team. They're great. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, Ishimori is now doing back rakes without El Fantasma around, so that <laughs> ma- that makes me laugh. Uh, he also, yeah, <laughs> he also has that big match rat tail. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, uh, Gato's getting pinned, and uh, he totally does. By uh gets pinned by Hayata with a move called the headache. So yeah, it's a very short match too. It's like barely six minutes. It's five fifty nine. So yeah, it was fine. Uh, would have been. I liked. I, I agree with you. I liked Hayata and uh, um, fuck that name is so fucking hard. Y- Yoshioka. Other uh, guy. Yeah, <laughs> I like them, uh, which means like you know they left me wanting more i guess i wanted to see more there but yeah good stuff yeah you know i like those guys like i said it it yeah. was uh it was a fun match and there's some history between ishimori and these guys go watch the show if you want all the history uh you know chris charlton will tell you history between the the people until you want to throw up so he'll say that and then he'll use other words as connective tissue between that and his commentary <laughs> all right all right Oh my God! Connective tissue is the new segue, and we're connective tissuing to uh, Doki and El Desperado versus Nasawa Rongay and Yohai. Yohei. Uh, hey. I thought this match was really fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, and the start of this match is very lucha and fast-paced, and you've got uh, Yo- Yohei and uh, the other guy, uh, Nasawa, in the in opposite turnbuckles. And then you've got Doki and El Desperado. They run to the middle. 
swing your partner around around <laughs> <laughs> fucking dosy do and shit and then they go hit the other guys this is uh nine minutes but i feel like it's nine minutes of fast-paced awesome action where everyone gets their fucking shit in i really like uh the two noel guys as well they they mesh well with uh with doki and el desperado there's a bit of a a tie-in between these four because they both they all wear these similar things uh peros you know the the t-shirt that nasal was wearing yeah, uh, what Paris, was it Par- yeah Par- yeah so bad uh dog. Bad dog. which makes <laughs> so uh <laughs> yeah there's definitely a uh a mexican connection between these four uh wrestlers uh, in some way that uh chris charlton probably uh told me because he's got to do something while there's no fucking music playing doesn't he uh, <laughs> that's the connective tissue from the entrance yeah. to the match that's right. so yeah this is really fun stuff but you know you've got the junior champ for new japan in it mind you the other another match had a junior champion from nowhere and you what yoshihashi wins with the brat uh but yes <laughs> pinch a loco on the sour and uh el desperado picks up the victory there i thought this was a really great little match what did you think it's the best Misawa match, or however you say his name, I've ever seen. That's the guy. I don't like that guy. That's the clown face guy, right? He's the yeah. juggalo Japanese wrestling guy. And supposedly, he's the booker guy that, that is, like, kind of shitty. And, like, because, uh, like, he's the junior booker. And, like, uh, I, I've never seen a match with him in it. Only have seen a few of them, to be honest, uh, to be fair. But most of them have been terrible. But this one was good because they, like... They played to his strengths, and all he had to do was be there, and he was there. You know, he had to be in the spots, and he was there. He wasn't like doing anything super complicated. So it worked. It worked out great. And the fact that that Gato got pinned in one match, and then this dude gets pinned in this match is like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> very nice. All right. Yeah. So uh, you know, so far, like we haven't had a lot to say about a lot of these matches because they've just been fun little matches. You know, and. Uh, it's just tag stuff, really. But here we go. We've got another fun little match here. Wait, is that right? That can't be right. My brain just... That, that Yohei's tongue is actually that color? <laughs> That's what I heard. No, but, I, like, I've got... Um, I've got this written down, and then I've got the New Japan results page open and this next match says it's taka suzuki and taichi versus uh kazushi uh, sakura uh, sakuraba takeshi segura and toriyano yeah don't you remember that was a big surprise so um oh, yeah. this, kenta was supposed to be yano here so what they did is that oh that's know, right that's why my brain is confused had- Right, so they had this big surprise. We didn't know who Segura and Sakuraba's partner would be, and it was Yano, and he came out, and everybody fucking loved it, and it was really yeah. funny. Of course, you see, you see this six-man lineup, and what do you think immediately? Like, it's Taka, right? You just know it's yeah, it's it's Taka. It's definitely going to eat this. Uh, he's got a pay-per-view coming up, and uh, in order to put it on New Japan World. Yeah. In order, to, yeah. In order to put that on New Japan World uh, and use some New Japan wrestlers and stuff, uh, he's got a job. He's got, <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> he's got a job to do, <laughs> and he does it. And uh, Segura definitely pins his ass with the Olympic Yosin Slam. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
So Segura, Segura oh, is like, <laughs> Segura reminds me if like, um, let's say like, like Shingo and Ishii like had a baby or something. That's, that's Shigura. Like that dude is never as fuck. And he is awesome. I love him. And, uh, you know, I really like Sakuraba, but he barely did anything in this match. He like rolled around a little bit at the beginning, just went to the outside. I was like, ah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Isn't he like the, the quintessential like old Japanese like like wise man kind of look in wrestling? He's got this thing where like you don't want to fuck with that dude, even though he looks like a really really nice old man, you know? <laughs> no, he just beat the shit out of you in no time at all. Just rip you to shreds. Yeah. All right, so here we are, our sixth match. We've got Dick Togo and Evil versus Masa Kitamiya and Go Shizaki. And why is it why is it Dick Togo here? Like, I, I don't know. I, we, we don't mind a bit of Dick Togo. I'm like, why am I complaining? The other alternative was Yujiro. Anyway, Dick Togo and Evil versus Masa Kitamiya and Go Shizaki. Uh... I guess a lot of people probably don't like this match either, but uh, because of uh, the, all the shenanigans and stuff. But unlike the other match, uh, you know, the faces win and uh, the commentary is selling it like, uh, <laughs> by the way, the match ends with a lariat. But, <laughs> but the commentators are selling it like, oh, the House of Torture is so bad that uh, even the New Japan faithful are going for uh, the Noah guys in this match. <laughs> so, uh, which is probably true. And uh, after the show match, you don't want to see House of Torture win twice, and they don't, so uh, it's all good. That's probably why you have Dick Togo in there. And uh, Gosho Goshizaki uh, pins him. It's, it's, it's fine. It's good. I like it. Uh, I guess... Guess I would have preferred to see Go Shizaki and Masa Kitamiya in something a bit more, I guess, uh, serious. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, it would have been great to see them. And I know this is shitty of me saying this, but is uh, like Yoshihashi and Goto versus those two. That would have been fucking great, you know? Like that would have been more what we wanted from this match. Although. If you hate House of Torture, you've got to love this match because it's just Go right. Shizaki being like, nah. You're not doing that and just chopping the shit out of them and Dick Togo bumping all over the place and, and evil getting destroyed and then just and then just beaten. <laughs> it's yeah. like it was it was this whole match was just them getting their asses whooped. So I loved it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I think that's the thing about House of Torture. That's what they're there for. They're there to make everyone feel good when they lose. Like that's their that's literally their job. And in order for that to be successful, everyone, they have to win sometimes. And they have to win well, more than sometimes. So when they, they actually do lose, everyone's just like, oh, my God, that's so cathartic. Thank you. So, uh, yeah. And, you know, everyone is... Shizaki, he just was not having it. He's just like, yeah. no, we're not doing this. I'm going to chop you and I'm going to win. That's just what happened. And after he was done with it, he kind of had that Okada look on his face where he's like, the fuck was that? Are you shitting me this? <laughs> You know, like, that's great. <laughs> He's like, I've got New Japan World. That shit's not going to work on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next we have uh, 
Let me make sure I get the names right. We oh, have. I figured uh, out. Here's what happened: is that when he was in uh, New Japan back in 2016, he got World. You know, like the complimentary one that they give everybody, and they forgot to cancel it, so he still has it. <laughs> yes, he likes to study up on the House of Torture matches, I guess. Or, uh, we got uh, Yoshinari Ogawa and Naomichi Marufuji, two names that I did not have a problem with, yay, uh, versus Yoshinobi Kanemaru and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, this match is... It's... Look, it's really cool. I think I think I feel like I wanted a little more Zack Saber Jr. and Marufuji. Uh, I felt like I, I, this is like a big tease there for me, but uh, you also there's also probably like a I think Charlton probably mentioned that Katamaro was like the junior. He was the liger of like his era, wasn't he? Or up there, pretty yeah. high in Noah with the, in the junior division. I'm pretty sure Agawa, who's like a million, was probably around that time as well. So. They've probably had a lot of battles and stuff, so it's a bit of a reunion between them. And then there's all this history with Zack Sabre Jr. and Marufuji and stuff. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Mr. Andy, take us, take us through this. This is a pretty freaking awesome match. Yeah, I don't have a ton of notes on this one. I do like, you know, all the people yeah. in this match. And there's, a, I think this is the one where, like, Zack Sabre Jr. used to tag with the other guy or something, or I don't know. Who knows? that. The connective tissue is all getting screwed up in my head because there's so much of it. It's just like a mess, and there's blood all over because it's, <laughs> it's just laying there. I'm gonna clean that up later. But um, anyway, I you know Zack Saber Jr. crushes it in everything he does, and you know just as a little aside, instead of talking about this match, you know the New Japan Cup's coming up, you know, and that's usually when I mean obviously Zack Saber Jr. had an amazing G1, but a lot of times he makes a run that in that New Japan Cup. Wouldn't you like to him to, to get that main event, like, try for the title this year, you know? The problem with that is, Mr. Andy, I love that idea. I really do. The problem with that is the last time Zack Sabre Jr. won the New Japan Cup, guess who he had to wrestle? Uh, the same person who's the champion now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I want to see it again, but Akata just got that belt, and I know Zack would lose, so I don't know, Yeah, man. but... Well, I know, but of course, I'm just saying Okada's got to have like a bunch of opponents. I would yeah, love for one of them to be Zack Sabre Jr. That's a big deal for him, and that'd be a good step forward. And plus, the whole match would be him just torturing Okada. It would be fun to watch. Yeah, he'd be able to twist his way out of that uh, money, money, oh, fucking money, thing and all money that. clip, dickhead. Yeah, got no fucking chance there. All right, but yeah, the match ends with uh, Marafuji uh, doing the. I can't pronounce that. Shia Nui on uh, Yoshinobu Katamari. Slice bread. Yeah, slice bread pretty much. But <laughs> yeah, uh, good stuff. Uh, but what we're going to get uh, next in the next two matches, I feel, is is better. But I feel like the next match is the, the peak. And it might, might even be, even though it's a multi-man tag, it, it might be in the conversation for one of the best things this year. I know we don't do rankings or anything like that, but I feel like oh. we might be, we, this is one of those matches we might bring up periodically throughout the year it is an eight-man tag team match on one side we have uh, uh Liha, tadasuki manubu soya keno and i'm not going to butcher his first name so i'll just call him nakajima uh so uh the congo guys versus bushi takahashi hiromu 
Asanada, Naito, and Shingo. This is 25, 26 minutes of absolute fucking bliss. This is all of Kong. Is this all of Congo, by the way? I don't know how big that faction is, but it's all of LIJ versus... Well, yeah, of- all, all of Congo's out there, but I don't know what his name is, but Mini Keno. There's like a little Mini Keno. He's got a different hair, colored hair, but he looks just like Keno, and he's like training to be Keno. He's uh he was on the outside during this match, and and right. uh, he had some interactions with Hiromu, but he was not in the match. So yeah, so yeah, I thought this match had fucking awesome storytelling. Everyone like, I feel like somehow in this span of time everyone kind of got to mix with everyone and i'm not even sure if that's true but that's just how it felt like this match flowed so fucking well uh i just oh man i'm not even going to do it justice so dude i know this is like kind of your dream shit right here take us through congo versus lij i mean one of the first things that's just right off the bat the crowd is ooing and awing because the match starts with Nakajima and Naito. And they just, all they do is, is you know, get their the rest of their team out and the crowd's just, ooh, ah, you know, it was tremendous. And, you know, these two kind of touch for a second, but then, you know, it starts to become a brawl and stuff. But Keno, which, hey, listen, everybody with this, if you want to call Ishii, Ishii, you can't. Okay, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. If you want to call Keno, Keno, you can, but I'm not gonna do it. Okay, he's Keno. So Keno is fucking furious, just like I am, thinking about how people pronounce his name, and I love how mad he, he's just mad all the time. Look how mad he is. Like Nakajima pushes him back, and he's like, "But I'm fucking pissed." And he's like, "I know, man, you're always, you're always pissed." And yep. there's there's such a good duo because Nakajima is the opposite. He's always calm and. He's just, and as we said before, he is Naito. So these two pace, you know, pairing off against each other is just legendary. And I can't believe it happened. It's fucking awesome. We had um, some good stuff between Aleha and Hiromu, who is the mass dude. And uh, Hiromu attacks Mini Keno, like I said, uh, who isn't in the match, which is fun. Uh, we get some Keno versus Shingo that's pretty good. Uh, Bushi tags in and gets the Congo running elbow pose and stomp spot. What do you think about this spot, Luke? That's fucking <laughs> in fucking insane. Like I, I'm watching this match and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, how do I, how do I fucking do notes for this? It's just like there's too much cool shit going on. It would be like a bullet point presentation of pretty much everything that happens in this <laughs> match. Well, the next point is there's some heat on Bushi for a while. <laughs> Bushi hits a double Hurricane Rana, and there's a hot dog, hot hot dog, hot tag to Sonata where he does hot dog, and uh, he he points his hand to his ear and lets everybody know like I can't hear you. Uh, then we get red haired guy, which I don't know what his name is, but he is. There's like three guys in Noah that are the same exact dude. One of them doesn't have a beard, and that's your guy that you that was fighting Ishii. And then there's two guys that look exactly the same. They're like the same body type and everything. One has red hair. So this is the red hair version guy. Um, <laughs> he be, he beats up Sonata and becomes uh, Luke's favorite wrestler. And uh, yes. he, rever- he reverses a small package attempt into a suplex deadlift style. Amazing. <laughs> that was awesome. I knew that was you would love that. <laughs> so, yes, it did. We get Keno and Naito tagging in, and 
you know, Kendo gets a couple two counts on Naito and Naito comes back with his like, I can't break this leg hold that he puts on people. Oh, I can't break, you know, can't break it. And then he starts hitting Kendo with the brutal <laughs> elbows. That exchange ends in this like sweet double down after they both just kick the shit out of each other. Yes. LIJ all feed in to take kicks from Nakajima. They're all like, they do the, hey, what's going on? What's going on over here? Oh, you know, they all do that. <laughs> And then we get Showtime on Naito. Get the cameras out. Showtime. That's the thing where he has him in the corner and he gets all happy, Nakajima. And he <laughs> gets all happy all of a sudden and starts making the camera clicking things while he's just pushing his feet into the dude's face. <laughs> and he does it to Naito. Amazing. Shingo and Nakajima get pretty never with it, which is pretty cool. Uh, Nakajima kicks people really hard. And then they it's a hoe train spot on Nakajima, the disrespect. Um, big oh, and then Chris Jericho tags in. I don't know if you saw him in this match, um, but he was in this match and Congo teams up on Shingo. So Chris Jericho tries a lariat and Shingo takes over on him with a DDT and a sliding D. Everyone in the pool for the uh, signature spot parade, uh, Jericho and Shingo trade lariats, but it's Pumping Bomber and the last of the dragon for the win. And after the match, they all keep fighting and there's all this shit talking. Keno just keeps slapping um, not uh, uh, Naito in the face, and Naito just no sells it, and 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 Naito's like puts his hand up to do the the salute, and Kendo's like no, and like pulls his hand. Down. <laughs> I'm still mad. I'm still mad at you. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, this was just fucking amazing. Uh, I kind of didn't want it to end. I would have been happy if they. Oh. <laughs> This so much I would love it. it. It was so good. And what's like all these spots that I'm talking about, they all flowed like, well, I mean, you might say that they, you know, had some great connective tissue between them <laughs> all these spots. And it flowed pretty nice. I mean, it, it was like you said, it was a, a, a very well done multi-man match and you don't get to see them quite like this very often. Uh, a part of me would have put that like, Kind of thing on like that's the main event to me uh, i know the next match is i like the next match as well but uh for me that's the main event oh there she is it, there she is yeah uh what is it 10:44? yeah she wants some fucking food <laughs> all right so now we have our main event for this show and it is hiroshi tanahashi and kazuchika okada versus kiyomiya kaito and keiji muto now I did. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> I've already, already talked, talked about, about evil. evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, look, I've, I know Keiji Mudo. I've seen him. We've done lots of recommends on his matches. Keiji Mudo is fine. He's fine. He slows this match right down every time he's in, but it's it's fine. He's a, he's a living legend. It's it's fine. All right. But this match makes me f fall in love with Kiyomiya, and I just loved him in this match. Uh, he's the he's this like young guy with the bright future who's just what uh, I guess the story is. He's looking for this kind of uh, his his big break, his breakthrough. He's looking to break through somehow. Uh, 
to become a top star. And he's, he's close to it, I think. That's kind of the story here that we're going with. So, you know, that's what it feels like to me. Like, on the Noah side, it's it's Kimia trying to prove himself to Muto, Muto. And Muto kind of going, like, you got this, you got this. So I kind of kind of like that part of it. And uh, both men on our side, uh, the New Japan side, they're like, uh, at the start of the match, they're like, yeah, get out of here, young young guy. We, we want we want Keiji Muto. But uh, throughout the course of the match, uh, you know, they, they don't seem quite as a threat. But uh, Keo does become quite the threat to the to the champs as well. So they stop taking him lightly. So uh, I really like that. They're like, oh, shit, we better, we, we better not have tunnel vision on uh, Keiji Muto or this Kimia guy is going to kick the shit out of us. And it's great stuff. Uh, you, you kind of, like, both Tanner and Okada, even though Kiyomiya, he will eventually get pinned, they make him look like a million bucks. They make it look like he's going to win. So they've got some... They've uh, Noah must have plans for this Kiyomiya guy because he's fucking amazing. And he's, like, what, mid-20s and shit too. So that's just insane that they've got this young talent on, on their roster. Hope they do amazing things with him because I like this match. This match sold me on him big time. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, big time. I, I like I like him yeah, a lot. And yeah, so uh, you know, rainmaker on him for the victory there. It's a good it's a good match. I would have put this on before the uh, before the previous match, uh, but you know you've got. The U.S. champ and it's a Carter and Tanahashi, I guess. So they've got to kind of yeah. anything. So I understand. They told a great story though, uh, and uh, Mudo didn't quite get in the way of that too much. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's not bad. He's just like you got these three younger dudes who can all move and go fast. I know I just said Tanahashi can move, but you know what I mean. Uh, and then you've got Keiji Mudo, who's like. Uh, rest holds and shit so yeah what do you think of this andy well the spectacle is what this is all about just the fact that i mean there's a part in this match where just okada and muda tag in at the same time and it's just you get chills it's just i don't know it's just amazing you know and yeah and uh there's a lot of that going on in this match you know but i did uh do a little fun game while i was watching this match is that um whenever like like basically I, you know how people Irish whip Tanahashi all the time? You know, yep. I was uh, trying to see how many people would Irish whip uh, Muda. And uh, it was zero people Irish whip Muda. So, um, you know, just saying, why, why can't we respect Tanahashi? You know, like, we respect <laughs> It's funny, at one point they're both in there, which is awesome. But I was like, there's no, I was like, Tanahashi's not going to Irish whip him. There's no Irish whips. That's like a, that's like back chops. All of a sudden, it's just a band move in this match. You know? <laughs> like, is like, it's like, like in the, in the big death match, you know, the guy's like, listen, I'll take the huge spot. It's fine. You know, is walking. He's like, listen, I'll take the Irish whip. It's fine. You know, I got it guys. <laughs> pretty awful. But uh, they're like towards the end, you got they just really turn into high gear because we got Okada just selling his ass off, and he's really like you said putting Kiyomiya over big time. They they all are, and yeah. they, even Muda. That's like the whole goal of this match is to make this guy look great and to have these kind of legendary moments. The false finishes at the end are just tremendous, and there's a lot of guys almost winning, and the only it, it, with their partners making the last second save. So like. It, it, you know, 
I like the, the whole spot of a guy about to get pinned, but his partner has to break it up is like, it should be used in only certain situations. I kind of hate that it's always used because you're kind of burying the guy that has to get the pin broken up. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. if that guy's the weaker tag partner, then that makes sense in the storyline. Or if he just took a finisher, that makes sense. But like, uh, sometimes it's just like, dude, just, falls down and it's like, Hey, let's get a false finish here that way. But they use them in really, really smart ways in this match. And it's like, these guys can't, they need their partner to win. It's a real tag match. You know, I love it. I thought it was awesome. It, yep. you know, foregone conclusion, who's going to win. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, man, poor Noah. Yeah. Look, one thing I want to mention before we finish up with the, the, the Noah show is, uh, this show had a New Japan kind of rhythm to me. Uh, none of the matches feel like, hey, this is really good. Oh, it just ended. Yep. Uh, so right. I want. I wonder if if it we get the flip side of this where it's a Noah named show and it's Noah versus New Japan. I wonder if uh, we'll get some of that more of a Kings Road kind of uh, vibe, or uh, it'll just kind of feel like this as well. Either way, uh, I'd love another show between uh, both these companies also like your rosters are pretty small guys so uh you know just saying <laughs> forbidden door dude you don't even have to leave the fucking country you're all there um i'm just saying like you guys need some fresh matchups probably i don't know about what Noob fans think of of, of uh, the Noah situation but in terms of us being new japan fans uh yeah, we kind of need some fresh matchups and shit. So that would be definitely be a way to do it. Like, why not? But yeah, it, it's a. Uh, I'm glad I. I'm glad we 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 watched it kind of live. I'm glad we got the the pay per view version of it. We got to check it out. It's not without its faults, obviously, and some of the booking's a bit weird. But it's definitely a fun show, and well worth watching. So if you, any of you haven't watched this show yet, it's on World. It's probably on Universe as well. It most definitely is. Uh, check this out, uh, especially like if you only want to check out a couple of things from it, uh, the last two matches, uh, probably where you want to go. Uh, they're, they're both fucking incredible. So yeah. Wow. Highly recommend we did it. it. You know, so yeah. we did, we got it. And you know, I, the fireworks factory is going to have to hold on just for a second, Luke. And I'm sorry yeah. because I know everybody wants to talk about Takataichi mania and I do too. Trust me. It's it was quite an experience. But before we do that, we have to pay respect to the man. And that is the man who is known as Brad, Mr. Brad, uh, because we have a little segment we like to call the Kojima tweet of the week. And Kojima tweeted something out and we did a little experiment. So we'll talk about that here in a second. But uh, let me go ahead and read the Kojima tweet. You know, as you know, Kojima, uh, Satoshi Kojima of uh, Bread Club is the leader of Bread Club and is a uh, great man. And uh, you can follow him at Cozy underscore Lariat at, uh, on Twitter. And here is the Kojima tweet of the week. It reads, quote, Hello, Bread Club. I have breakfast now. Apply plenty of cream cheese and strawberry jam to the bread and eat. Those who do not know this taste will lead a lonely life. Bread emoji, strawberry emoji, some other emoji I can't make out, unquote. Could he, is, is it supposed to be a cream cheese emoji and it just looks like a jizz emoji? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so I, yes, I did tried not, it, right? No, I did not. Uh, I mean, yes, yes, I totally tried it. Um, yeah. 
I don't know, man. Like I've never. This might blow your mind, but it's not that big here in Australia. I've never had peanut butter and jelly. That's jam, right? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I've never, I've, uh, I've never had uh, that particular combination. It's fine. You don't have to. But, uh, but cream cheese and, and jam. You know, I, I was kind of lonely before I ate it, but I started eating it for breakfast, and uh, I'm proud to say I'm not lonely anymore. So. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't have it, but I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Thanks yes. for going with me on that. I appreciate it. I, I, yeah, it was. I feel like we nailed that. Like that 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 whole just tweet there. I I feel like my contribution to it was just enormous and fantastic. Like uh, professionalism, Mr. Bread's arms. Your job. Yes. Yes. That's it. <laughs> all right. So here we go. We were like, all right, we just cover one show and it's fine. But uh, then you kind of were just like, I feel like take, checking out Takataichi Mania 3. And, or as I put it, uh, Suzuki Goon and Victims. You can't say Suzuki Goon and Friends <laughs> because they beat, they don't have any friends except for each other and they just beat everyone up. So, yes, this is pretty much a. If you like, if you're a big fucking lover of Suzuki Goon, uh, which we are, this is kind of the show for you. It's, yeah, there's that. Kanemaru's on commentary. He's having a drink also. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the hashtag is completely in Japanese. So uh, thanks for that, uh, uh, <laughs> everyone. So I could I couldn't I didn't watch this live anyway, but uh, you know I couldn't really hashtag any tweeties or anything like that. So that's that's great. Uh, now, prior to last night, I hadn't seen any of the backstage comments. So I'm watching the start of this show, and I'm like, I have no fucking clue what's going on. Why are Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. getting a lovely card and trophy each? What the fuck is this? And then you sent me that wonderful video, and now I know. This is their trophy and card they're getting for being, according to some magazine in uh, Japan, being the best fucking tag team of 2021. <laughs> so, hell yeah. So we get that little ceremony happening. and It's, it's tuck, in Kurrigan uh, Hall, by the way. We're in Kurrigan yeah, Hall. Definitely in Kurrigan Hall. It's we're the Phantoms of Kurrigan Hall, so we're just, like, right up there looking yes. down. There's lots more talking, and then there's a song. And... Uh, song and dance stuff happens and after whoa. the song yeah whoa 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 hang on yeah Blue, this is clearly a pop song performance of a song about tai chi like they, they, they're singing about tai chi i don't know japanese but i can tell what she's singing about and she was singing about tai chi and it was amazing and the singer is gassed like halfway through the performance she's gassed yeah it's all that emotion <laughs> it's funny you know why it's a song about Tai Chi? Because Tai Chi song is so inspirational that it gets uh, people doing songs yeah, about people him. People start writing songs, yeah. Now, Luke, we we also I did want to mention that what the ordering experience is like for this because you know you had such a problem with the amoeba or bima or who's you do, but um so like this was really hard. Like what I had to do is go on New Japan World and I had this big button that said like buy. So I like pushed that and was like, are you sure about that? And I was, I was like, yeah. And uh, it was like, you want to pay this way? I said, yep. And then we, we watched it. 
It was awesome. <laughs> I wish that they should do it. Next time they do it through the New Japan versus Noah thing needs to be done through New Japan World because you guys get like people. I, I don't see it as often as I used to. People used to bitch all the time about New Japan World. New Japan World rules. It's just the search function isn't very good. Yeah. That's the only problem with it, you know? Yep. 100%. And uh, <laughs> so after that song, they do a bit of a talk. It's probably a talk about how awesome uh, Taichi is. So uh, yes. that part of the show is not uh, on the back on the uh, in English little translation vid, but that's okay. We start off with a match with, uh, oh, man, there's going to be some name butchering here as well, guys. But uh, we got Fire Katsumi and uh, Sakia versus Genta Yubari and Akira Jumonji. So, uh, look, there's one thing that fucking drives me nuts about this whole show, Mr. Andy, and it happens in the first match. Can you guess what that is? There's no entrance music. Or the, is, is that the problem? No, that's not. The problem is they're in the wrong corners. Oh. The whole night. They're in the, op, they're in the different corners. And I'm just like, why are you doing it? Well, it's they're in a different ring, though. This is this is not a New Japan show. This is a just tap out show. That's and so right. The ring is the smaller ring. You know, it's still got the same style turnbuckles. But I mean, you know, Luke, they do things different. And just tap out. Okay. <laughs> By the way, uh, that was easy for you to buy this pay per view. Just just piecing it together a beamer i had to log in create an account done that that's fine you got to do that everywhere then i and then rather than click on the, the show and click buy i had to buy tokens so i bought oh, the tokens no. now that i've got the tokens i'm like i better have the exact amount of tokens for this show because if i had to buy more tokens than this show is i'd be pissed off uh, you know but f- thankfully i I didn't have to do that. I've got the exact right amount of tokens. Just, just give me a fucking buy button. What's this tokens bullshit? No one wants tokens. They just want to click buy. Any, anyway, uh, Fire Kasumi and Sakia versus Genta Yubari and Akira Jumunji. They're in the wrong corners. But uh, it's a fun, fast-paced match to kick things off. And uh, I think what is the big guy on one team? Is that Genta? He loves those kind of jump pump kicks. He likes to pull yeah. those out uh, quite a few times. And the match ends with this insane looking brab where the fucking guy doing the brab reaches back and hooks the guy's arms as well and just fucking pulls on that and i think it's fire katsumi who taps off out in this match uh I, if i get things mixed up with who gets pinned and what that's i'm sorry this is the first time i've been introduced to a, a lot of these wrestlers before and uh, yeah, so that that will be that <laughs> is what it is. Oh, but yeah, nice. it was fun to kick, fun little match to kick things off. And there's also no results page on New Japan World for this, so it's you know it it is what it is. I did the best I could, everyone. What do you think of this opener? Well, I mean, you know, this is you should check the just tap out page. I'm not gonna do that anymore. That was the last time, but uh, you should mm-hmm. check that web page for the results. But um. Yeah, that that finishing move, I was calling that like a surfboard brab or a bow and arrow brab. That's what I had as this. So um, that move was awesome. But this match, check this out. This is what happens. This is what would happen if the young lions were just allowed to do whatever moves they wanted. That's what this is. So this is like young guys, but they're allowed to do whatever moves they want. And I thought it was pretty good. 
you and me both, man. So, uh, yeah, I didn't know what to expect because this isn't a show Taka put together, and I know there's going to be some Suzuki-kun guys on it, but it's going to be a lot of people I don't know. And uh, it was cool. I felt it felt really awesome being exposed yeah. to a lot of different, well, I different wrestlers. We're all going to make mistakes. We're very nervous. This is not just any show. It's, it's Taka, Taka Taichi Mania. Mania. That's okay. it. Okay. Yeah. It's like Taka put on a show just for us. Uh, yeah. So next, what I do like about this show as well is uh, this Joshi's on it. So it's a, a mixed card, which doesn't happen that often in Japanese shows, at least ones that I watch. So this is pretty cool. We've got a Joshi match up next. We've got Sumika Yanagawa, Rhythm, and Miss Kagura versus Yako, uh, Ramakichal, and now Ishikawa. So uh, right right away, I'm like, this Rama, uh, Ramachal looks really cool. It's like her face paint and stuff. She looks like it's wearing she's wearing a uh, kabuki mask. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I've not I've not seen that uh, in wrestling before, but it makes sense. It's a big part of Japanese culture that so yeah yeah she's got that kind of look. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Rhythm and Rama start us off. There's a lady ref by the way, which is pretty cool. Don't see that often in Japan. I don't know if it's probably a regular thing in Joshi wrestling. I don't know. But uh, there's, <laughs> there's triple submissions and Rhythm's team wins. I think she wins with a Moodle Lock uh, there. So there's some gnarly bumps in this one too. And I thought it was good. What do you think? It's okay. The, the screaming, it was too much, man. Yeah. Every move. Wah! You know, it's like, it's like girls tennis, but there's like 30 of them. You know, that's what it seemed like. It was just out of control. Um, these okay, so it, it was clear to me, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but it seemed to me that there were four wrestlers that were kind of green, you know, newer in this match, and then two vets. And so I think you know that's or because this was like six man, right? Yeah, was there six women? Yes. Yeah. So um, I think the math checks out there. But my point is, is there was like two wrestlers in this that seemed to be much better than everyone else, and they were kind of helping this match be yeah. a thing. And so it, you know, it was fine. I was a little worried after this because this match wasn't really great or anything. I was like, okay, well, I hope this gets better. And oh my God, this is just a little, this is just some bullshit going on before the, you know, the actual shit's going to start. Oh so. yeah. Like they're starting with their lower card wrestlers before they, you know, it, it did each match. I feel got progressively better over the night, which is kind of how, what wrestling is, isn't it? So yeah. yeah. Uh, so next we have uh, Ryuya. Uh, Takakura and Eagle Mask. Oh, versus T Hawk from uh, Strong Hearts. He's a, he's from Gleet. I think Arata is as well. I'm not too sure, but uh, I've seen T Hawk wrestle uh, a couple times now. I think he's been on New Japan New Japan show before. I'm not. I can't 100% recall that, but I know I've seen him on the Gleet show. So I've seen T Hawk, uh, and yeah, he's probably my favorite part of this match also by the way uh he you'll see he, oh, man he turns a drop kick like he's getting about to get drop kicked t-hawk and he just pop up power bombs a guy and i'm just like <laughs> okay that was pretty fucking cool uh you know how you run to the ropes and you run at the uh, the two people who throw you into the ropes and you know makabe will do his double clothesline. yeah double like clothesline. well uh, i think it's 
I can't remember who it was. Might have been T Hawk or Eagle Mask, but one of them gets thrown into the ropes and they do double leg drop kicks. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So there's a jawbreaker by Eagle Mask, but it looks more when he does this jawbreaker right. When he does it, the other opponent looks more like he power bombed him, but the guy who got jawbreaker sold that instead. So that was kind of funny to me. Uh, just the way that that match kind of that, that match that fucking move turned out, but that's fine. Uh, T Hawk and Eagle Mask have some pretty decent exchanges, but this is really gnarly slam into a pin, and T Hawk folds him up and uh, pins Eagle Mask. Uh, so yeah, I know there's uh, Takakura and Arata in this match, but uh, the, you know, uh, for me, I was just like, oh, I know T Hawk, I, I like him, and he does lots of gnarly shit. So yeah. <laughs> he does like complicated power moves like those are that's like his yeah. bread and butter is complicated crazy power moves you've never seen that's what he does and uh he's amazing and like this match has got a really cool dynamic because each team has like a bruiser junior type guy and yeah. a floppy flippy floppy uh junior type guy so it's just like i think great striker Great, like never type dude versus flippy guy can be a really great combination if done properly. I one of my buddies is he's uh, Aaron Williams. He's like great striker dude, and but when you get in with like one of these flippy dudes, it's just some next level shit. He can really do that. I love that that blend. So you get a lot of that in this match, and then you get like T Hawk getting chopped by the dude, you know, on the other team, and then like oh. You know, and they walk in and start doing some like heavy, heavyweight shit, but it's like junior heavyweight flippy stuff pretty much. Yeah. So, like, his finisher is some crazy, like, three stage power bomb thing. You know, like, what the fuck was that? Awesome. Awesome. This match is great. You know how uh, Yoshihashi always has to do the karma in a certain position to transition yes. into it? Yes. I feel like he'd watch T Hawk and be like, how the fuck did he do that? All that. All that. All that. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. T Hawk's great, rad. Yeah. All right, next we've got another Joshi match. We've got uh, uh, Tomoka Inaba and Aoi or Oi or Oi versus <laughs> Yu Yamagata and Maya uh, Yuki. Hi. So uh, Aoi or Oi, I'm going to kind of call it Oi. Oi comes out with some friends and does this whole dance routine first. And uh, then. Uh, Look, I felt like this match took a little bit of time to uh, to build up, but uh, it, it was fine. Like you've got uh, Oi, who's like the the younger person, and then I can't remember who it is in the opposite match. I can't remember the opposite team if it's Yamagata or uh, Maya Yuki Hai, but uh, one of them is looks like an older veteran as well. So it felt like to me the story for this yes. was uh, Oi the young uh, kind of rebellious looking upstart uh, getting kind of beat down by the veteran team. So uh, yeah, she, you know, she's, she looks like this cool upstart. She's got like a t-shirt on with holes in it and like <laughs> camouflage pants and shit. Uh, there's like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, uh, I was just thinking, Oi was cool the whole time. <laughs> uh, she wins with a crossroads after a great exchange with the uh, the older lady on the other side. Who, I'm sorry, everyone, like I don't have everyone's names pinned down. Uh, Aunt, Aunt Helen. Let's just call her Aunt Helen. Yeah, that's I did. I did not make all the connective tissues necessary. Uh, but 
I also think some of the camera angles hurt this match a little because some of the moves, like, it's like sometimes where we see, it's always happens to Ibushi for some reason on New Japan, I notice, where he does a move that always looks cool, and then you put it in a different camera angle and you're just like, I'm looking at some of those Kamigoyas, right? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Oi wins with a crossroads on the older veteran. And, uh, yeah, I thought it started a little slow, built up nicely. And uh, Oi winning is presented as a big shock uh, as well. So, yeah, simple story, a little slow, but uh, came good towards the end. What do you think? I like this a lot. I think yeah. that not every Joshi wrestler has to have a pop star gimmick. Just saying, not all of them, you know, yeah. like maybe just a few, maybe just one, maybe just one instead of all of them. Um, but this this uh, chick you're talking about that has the like, she's like the bad girl pop star because she comes out and only dances. She doesn't sing. You know? That's right. And uh, I mean, what is this? So that's kind of silly. Uh, but, you know, it's not for me. So that's why I don't get it. But yeah. it's uh, I like the the <laughs> there's a funny part. This one girl has the martial arts gimmick and like she's dude full on she's doing the bow and like a whole routine before she even gets in the ring and shit and then when she tags in they, they the other team just kicks the shit out of her. <laughs> 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 which was awesome and uh there was a the the aunt helen it's just that's what she looks like she looks like someone's aunt helen this lady's just kind of like a tough lady and uh she was great because she like she kind of had that Arn Anderson look about her, like, now I don't want to do this, but I got to hurt you. You know, like that kind of look about yeah. her. And I don't know, she like really exuded like veteran status. Like it was clear. And uh, I like Aunt Helen. So, yeah, she was, she was fucking rad. And uh, now we have a, another song and dance. It is a group called Ready to Kiss. And they come out for oh, a. That's, what, that's what's on Taichi's leg. Yeah, it is actually, yeah. Oh my god! So they come out for their song and dance, and uh, you know, that's fine. That is what it is. Do you want to talk about that? Well, I'm just, well, I, I have so many questions. Is this a, a group? Did, did Tai Chi like curate these young ladies? He find them as on his travels across Japan, he found these young ladies, put this group together, and named them Ready to Kiss. And if so, I, he's even more of a weirdo than I thought he was, but like, I mean, like, that or was this already a band and he's just allowed to put his favorite band on his leg? Like, which one is it? I have no idea, man. Is he but, sponsored uh, by them? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I have absolutely no idea, and I'm not going to do any research to to uh, investigate this. Me neither. I'd any rather further. wonder. It's more fun. But uh, let's go into what turns out to be a really fucking fun match. We've got... Oh, man. This is amazing. Uh, Kanon and Ren Ayabi. Uh, is Kanon... Uh, Kanon is the redhead? Is that correct? He's the short guy. And yeah. The, and so, Ren is the tall guy. So Kanon is, yeah, the redhead. So, yeah. And then Ren Ayabi is... He, well, this is what Zack Sabre Jr. calls him in the backstage comments, Andre the Dickhead. <laughs> Gigantic. He's fucking tall, everyone. He's like, 
He's like, what's that um, Chinese guy in the NBA? He's like that kind of tall. Yao like, Ming. Yeah, he yeah. looks like he's like 6'9", legit. Yeah. And when, when Suzuki's 5'6". <laughs> yeah. Look, I see Kanon and Iyabe come to the ring, and they already look kind of defeated because they know they're going to get stretched and beaten up. <laughs> they do. And, and they and Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. come out to the Suzuki Goon theme. Yeah, Suzuki yeah. Nation will kill you. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> this match oh, starts man. out fun, but it gets great when Suzuki and uh, Tolly McToll get in the ring together. Because he, he just starts fucking hitting Suzuki, which, of course, uh, is a mistake because it just pisses Minaro Suzuki off and he and Zack Sabre Jr. just take turns torturing this poor old uh, poor tall guy and start fucking his arm up. They keep twisting it around and around and around and around. <laughs> then he gets double tortured in the ropes and stuff. And then, uh, I guess, because it's wrestling, both guys get a token comeback. But uh, then they both get put into gnarly sub- submissions and Zack Sabre Jr. taps out Kanon. So I knew what I was going to get when I saw this match. I was like, oh, Kanon, oh, Rene Arba, you guys are going to get fucked up. I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. And I got what I wanted. At the, after the match in the backstage comments, Suzuki's like, we're in there playing chess. Well, those kids were playing checkers. <laughs> <laughs> serious shit. <laughs> But this is so fucking fun. I loved it. Yes. Okay. This really tall guy, when Suzuki does any hold on him, it looks hilarious. It just looks so funny. And so when they tag in together, Suzuki is trying to do the test of strength with them, but the guy's like, we're too tall. So Suzuki backs up and stands up on the second rope and does it that way. <laughs> and he is doing comedy spots right and left. And the crowd during this match is like, <laughs> they're just vocally laughing and making noises the whole match. It's great. It's almost like a normal crowd, almost, you know? Yeah. Um, but here's the thing is that, like, like these, these young boys basically just have to lay there while Suzuki Goon just does amazing, like, submission clinic stuff to them basically yeah i mean the the like it, it looks funny when they're doing it to the giant guy but like it's amazing shit in this match it's awesome there's a <laughs> there's a part where like you know they get a double submission the the young boys get a double submission and giant dude puts a full nelson on suzuki and just picks him up and is like shaking him around <laughs> like, oh my god i'm gonna die and then and then towards the end Oh, the end is a double, like, double... It's not the octopus hold, cobra twist or whatever, I guess, the, because that that young guy says that he's the king of the cobra twist, so Zack Sabre Jr. beat him with his own move, and, and, um, <laughs> and Faka Suzuki put it on the giant guy, and, <laughs> and it's so funny looking. It's, it's just, like, it is awesome. This match is fantastic. As soon as, like, this... Like, I was having a good time already, but yeah, this same. match, I was like, oh, boy. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> this threat is so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was such a fucking good time. And next we have uh, Takamichinoku versus El Desperado. Takamichinoku is like, coming, motherfucker. <laughs> we heard it. <laughs> and what I love about this match is if this match happened on New Japan, like proper, 
I have a feeling this match would be different because in this match, this is Taka's show. Yes, it, is Taka losing to the champion? Of course. He's, he's not going to book himself to beat the junior champ, and uh, I don't think New Japan will allow it. But you know what he is going to do? He's going to make him look, make himself look strong as fuck against the champion. So there is that. What what do we get here, man? What what kind of match is this? Oh yeah, that's right. If you guessed, fuck your legs. The match. This is <laughs> even exactly in just what tap out. Juniors hate hate legs. I yeah. mean, even in just tap out. <laughs> like they see, I uh, just see El Desperado and Tucker looking at each other, going, "You're walking. You're walking. You got legs. You got legs. I'm gonna fuck <laughs> your legs right up." This is a really, really, really good match. And, uh, of course, Tucker's going to get a bit more steam than he would in the, the major, uh, major New Japan shows. So uh, he gets really close to uh, pinning and tapping out uh, El Desperado, of course. And, hey, it's Tucker's show, so he's not tapping out on his own show. So I didn't expect it to uh, <laughs> end with a pinche loco. It doesn't. It, uh, sorry. It doesn't end with the numero dos. Of course, he's... He's gonna he's gonna job on his own show, dude. But you know he's not tapping out. <laughs> so Pinche Loco for the win there, and uh, I thought it was a uh, really cool uh, little match here. So yeah, it was a nice match to have in between uh, Kano and Rene Abe and uh, <laughs> Suzuki Goon and then the main event. So yeah, fun little match. What do you think? It's uh, if this was the main event of a Best of Super Junior show everyone would be like, oh, that was great. You know, this yeah. is this is what this was. And it's funny, too, because they start off like, you know, Desperado starts fucking up Taka's leg. And Des- and Taka is, like, trying to be on the level and just uses wrestling to avoid that. Doesn't work. So he's like, I'm going to cheat. And then he <laughs> cheats a bunch and destroys Desperado's leg, of course, you know. And then Desperado, of course, counters with Dumero Dose. And they proceed to just have a tremendous match. It's it's just fucking great, you know. It's just a great match, you know. This is uh, all a bunch of stars and top tens lists and stuff. I don't know, about <laughs> that, but it's, it, it's pretty good. All right, so here's the, here's the main event. This match is awesome. I love it. I'm so glad uh, we watched Takatachi Mania three. Our main event, everyone, is Taichi versus Doki. And Miho Abe. Abe comes out. So that's super fucking cool. There'll be more about Miho uh, post-match. But uh, Dookie just starts off wild, man. He goes straight for a dive. Taichi gets in this gnarly like leg arm submission. There's like almost... Uh, uh, he, no, he gets Taichi in this gnarly like uh, leg arm submission. It's almost like he's got... Uh, Tai Chi's legs in a uh, Tai Chi's arms in a Nelson with his legs, which is pretty cool. There's fucking great back and forth with so many counters, like they know each other really well. Doki though goes for a, uh, this flippy dive on the outside and almost lands on his fucking face, and then stands up and is like, yes. And I'm like, I don't think there's a yes. All right, yes. Oh, I think the yes that time is yes. My neck's not broken. <laughs> but dude then there's this fucking awesome moment they're both on the apron Taichi goes to do he's got him in a choke and goes to do that that kind of chokey same move he does Doki flips the fuck out of it lands onto the floor on his feet then hits a DDT on Taichi onto the fucking floor amazing which is absolutely nuts insane like dude 
this match is so nuts that Milano Collection leaves <laughs> commentary. Milano leaves commentary to go cheer on Doki. Like, Doki's getting fucking near falls out the ass. If you thought it was funny seeing uh, Suzuki try to put moves on uh, uh, Andre the Dickhead, uh, Doki <laughs> tries to put that um, he's, that kind of finisher move he does onto Taichi, but Taichi's, like, way too tall for that. But he that uh, Doki does manage to hit uh, still a kind of gnarly-looking uh, German on, on Taichi. Man... If this was a New Japan show, I'm not sure Taichi and Doki would go the same way because I think you'd be a bit more squashy. Instead, this is a awesome back and forth match. I already it's Taka Taichi Mania free. Taka just lost. I don't think Taichi's losing too. We all knew Doki was gonna fucking lose this, but he gets so close. Malalo's going absolutely nuts. I'm going nuts. I can only imagine when you're watching this, you're going nuts too. Uh to People not uh, people. There's New Japan not to see what they have here. Doki, he's Milano approved. Everyone, it's like it's <laughs> it's a true fact now. Doki even kicks out of a last ride. So man, he gets to look like a billion dollars, and Taichi makes him look like a billion dollars as well. Such a fucking good match. Black Mephisto for the win. And yeah, oh man, Milano. Even Milano even comes out post match, like from the ring area, grabs an ice bag and puts it on Doki. Uh, tai Chi comforts him too. It is so fucking uh, awesome. I want to talk about what happens after the match so bad, but fuck that. Mr. Andy, come on, man. Please tell me you love this match too. Yeah, it's extremely emotional. This is extremely yeah. emotional. Because not only is, is Dookie there, not only is Milano leaving, you know, freaking out, not only is the crowd like so into Dookie and Taichi's doing everything he can to be as heel as possible and be, you know, and put Dookie over as much as possible. Dookie's mom is there ringside and that's awful nice. And so she's constantly checking on him throughout the match. And uh, I don't really think it's his mom, but it's some lady and I'm pretending like it's his mom. They introduce her as someone but we don't know who she is. So Dookie's yeah. mom, she, she's there. Maybe Milano's girlfriend, you know, but um, they, we get the full Tai Chi entrance and it's been a long time since we've gotten the full one. I mean, like the, yeah. it's like, it's like two minutes before he even comes out, you know, and, and uh, it, it was great. And the match is fantastic. It's, it's like one of those deals where like um, you think it's over and it just keeps going and going and going and going. And they're just, I mean, they just, every, chance you know dookie gets he just gets put back down but man here he comes again it's 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 fucking awesome tai chi does everything he can to put put him up and and there are a bunch of doki chokies in this match yeah. a bunch of them and like, they are they're very well timed and i keep marking out for all the doki chokies because it was kind of like his you know uh the doki choki for doki in this match was the, like the um uh the dragon screw legway for Tanahashi. He kept using it to save himself. You know, yep. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but you know, eventually Taichi's gonna, you know, he, he get that choke slam and do all the things he's gonna do. But it, it's just at the end of the match, you know, we get Milano there, we got Doki's mom, we got uh Taichi, even even um, you know, Miho is consoling Doki because you know. It's it's like this love fast after the match, right? And and we'll talk about oh. it here, but like, you know, Doki just is dead in the ring, and he's yeah. clearly crying, 
And he's crying until 20 minutes after the show, I guess. Cause I mean, he's still crying when they talk to him after the show. So uh, this is a really emotional thing for him and all these goofy, you know, folks we get to see behind the curtain. So tell us all about this Luke. What's going on here. Right. So this moment I'm watching it on the, the pay-per-view. I'm like, Oh yeah, this must be a cool moment for everyone. I don't understand a fucking thing. You, Mr. Andy, sent me that uh, link, which it's on World, everyone, which has the has translations for important parts of the show. And it totally transformed this end part for me. Totally 100%. Because, uh, by the way, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff that happens post-match after Tai Chi versus Doki. If Tongalo, if you're listening to this, watch Doki at the end here. Because he fucking sells the entire time. <laughs> Everyone's telling him how, giving him props and all this kind of stuff. You know, and there's like a birthday celebration. There's like everyone posing for photos and stuff. He sells the entire time. <laughs> all of it. Every single moment. In fact, he's the last to leave the fucking ring. That's how you do that shit. What a freaking pro. <laughs> right? He yeah, sold the you're right. You're right. Uh, so back to that. Uh, tai Chi cuts a promo after the match, and I'm glad this is an English uh, translation here because the, the promo pretty much gives you a gist of just Doki's journey. And maybe a lot of people knew this already. Maybe you even you knew you Miss Andy. I didn't. Don't know how I didn't know. Maybe I just tune Charlton out sometimes, and maybe I'm just busy on Twitter. Making three dads gym jokes with UJ uh, and Ian or something, but I did not know that fucking. This is Doki's journey to wrestling. Everyone, when he turned 18, he didn't join a dojo or anything like that. You know what he did? He flew straight to Mexico, where he worked for 10 years, and then went. And then whenever a New Japan guy would come to CMLL or something like that, they would get top billing over him. So for years and years. Uh, he's working his ass off and he's staying there the whole time, whereas all these New Japan guys come in and they get top billing over him and stuff, like like there was some resentment there. But on the flip side to that, they don't see that, you know, it's a totally opposite reaction. They're working with Doki and thinking, like, this guy's fucking awesome. Why don't we get him in Japan, which is kind of what El Desperado did. And here he is in a company that just you know absolutely totally respects this dude and it's awesome at some point i have tears in my eyes especially when tai chi's like dude you're magnificent you've come a long way brother so i was like oh my god and he's like <laughs> you're awesome and you have my respect and i'm just like oh my god and doki's just bawling his eyes out i'm and also selling that he's totally fucked from after the match yeah. i'm bawling my eyes out i'm just like oh my god dude and Doki's journey is fucking tough as fuck, man. Like, big. And I also want to say, like, the dude's been a big part of what we love about New Japan Pro Wrestling almost for as long as we've been doing this podcast. So, like, we laughed at his jobbing. Then it became painful because, like, you and I were just like, this guy's so fucking good. He shouldn't be in this spot. Now, pick any. And then I'll just. Throw it out there. Pick any match that Doki's been in since he started in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't care if it's a tag match, a singles match, a house show match. I don't care what kind of match it is. I bet you $5 dues, everyone. He went balls to the fucking wall 
So no. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. He's been a big part of you, your, yours and mine's kind of like journey as we do this kind of podcast. And uh, we love this guy. It, it feels – it felt so emotional and awesome just to have his peers give him props and all this kind of shit too. So there's more – to this whole show after this promo, like this is the last match and everything like that. There's a little birthday celebration stuff too, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Uh, Suzuki is a cheeky bastard, but yeah, that just whole promo Taichi cuts on, on him, on Doki. It, that wasn't Taichi the character that, that was Taichi the person mm-hmm. uh, kind of doing that promo. I just, Oh my God. It was so good, man. Oh. What, yeah. And, the, and the backstage comments you get talking Michinoku and and Tai Chi talking about what you're you know the journey and stuff and, and talking Michinoku saying listen man one of the reasons that we do these uh, Taka Tai Chi Mania shows is so that we can give people opportunities people like Doki you know so you know there's something cool there and you know it's just fun too because. Uh, <laughs> Taka Michinoku's talking about all the shit he's done and how important in wrestling he is. And he lists not winning a match in the World Tag League as one of his accolades, which is pretty funny. <laughs> so, you know, and he, he lists basically lists losing. He's like, yeah, I've done this. That's done that. I lost every match in the World Tag League. I, I just challenged the, uh, you know, the uh, junior champion, hoping I can get a win and earn a, earn a title shot. But I lost that too. But you know, that's what this is about, or something like that. It was really funny. But um, this is like, I think that Doki, in a lot of ways, is New Japan. You know, he kind of mm-hmm. is the New Japan juniors in a lot of ways. Where it's like, what I mean is, is that they've actually treated him really well for a lower card guy. Where I know he's lost a million matches, but look what it's gotten him. It's gotten him over huge. And now everybody loves Doki and like, he's a legit contender and it just took a long time. So that's kind of like, I know that they do bring in guys. There's guys like Okada or whoever, which it took him years to get to where he was too, but there's guys that get this, you know, kid glove kind of handling and get protected and stuff. But you see how new Japan can build a star the other way too. And that's kind of like, you know, that's kind of what they've done with this guy. And so he's finally, you know, there. Now, he has not quite made it, you know, up the ranks of Suzuki Goon in order to be included in the Taiki or the Taka Taichi Mania name. But we did learn that the next one will be called Taka Taichi Desperado Mania. So that was important to know. Uh, Taka made that announcement as well. So nice. So yeah, after the match, uh, <laughs> There's a birthday celebration. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was Miho, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's Miho Abe had recently had a had a birthday. I, I did Google it. It was on the 10th of January and stuff. And uh, Suzuki comes out with a cake. But uh, as he's coming out with a cake, he, he, he's got his fucking fingers in it already. And he's had a taste of it. He's like, <laughs> so they, they come in. There's like birthday stuff for, for Miho. And then uh, Suzuki, like, uh, just pretty much pie faces Miho with the cake. Why? <laughs> As you do. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to imagine uh, Suzuki was like, look, it's either this or I'll uh, put you in a submission hold. All right, cake me. <laughs> they're, they're all <laughs> arguing that the pop group comes out 
you know, just or wait, ready to kiss. They come out and, yeah. and they're singing happy birthday to Miho, but like all the Suzuki guys are like passing the mic around and no one will sing. And Desperado just finds like happy birthday, Miho. That's <laughs> pretty fun, man. I love this shit. Yeah. And, uh, that's pretty much how the show ends. Uh, all the Suzuki Goon people and uh, the, all the people on the show who come out near the end leave. And guess who's the last to leave? Yeah, it's Doki because he got beat up. That's how you. I don't know, man. Like I felt like, yeah. So you know, Doki knows if the cameras are on him, like he's on, and you just go, yeah. I just ever since you you mentioned that with Tom Lowe, it's just kind of. It's kind of stuck with me, and then I can't. Lance I Archer it. too. Lance Archer did it on that on that USA New Japan show yeah. too. Tanahashi, fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I love this. By the way, this was fantastic, yeah, and it was yeah, such a fun it. little thing to do, you know, in between New Japan. But uh, New Japan's coming back next week. Uh, actually, probably by the time you're listening to this, or maybe maybe not, you'll you know already be another show up. Uh, there's yep. one. It's it's free on New Japan World, I guess, uh, uh, and uh, that's pretty interesting. So we'll see what that's all about, and we'll be back to cover all the new stuff. But we got a little another little break. I'm I'm not mad at it, you know. I'm no, we've got we've got uh, tonight's show, and then there's two VOD shows uh, coming up. So that'll be that'll be yeah, that'll be us settled for for next week. Uh, or, or whatever, but uh, then we got yeah another week or so off before we get to the early February shows where Master Wato is challenging for the uh, junior title. So it's uh, his first big title match. I don't think he'll win, but I think uh, it'll be it's it's his. I think it'll be a good opportunity for him to kind of all right. I really got to pull this out. Let's see what let's see what we can do. So I'm hoping. Uh, that match. I don't think he'll win, but I'm hoping that match will be uh, Waito's kind of coming out party. So uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, he we wins. Will... I want him to win. That'd be great. He's not going you... to, but I I mean, no. maybe. You never know. You never know. No, 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 no. Yeah, don't think he is either. <laughs> so, yeah. Those, that was that show. Oh, by the way, uh, for, for next show, Mr. Andy, uh, I will watch uh, uh, Shibata versus Yano from 2016, and I'll also watch uh, Akata tai, uh, Taguchi and Makabe versus Suzuki Taichi and Doki. I've still got those on my thing. Uh, that's from a million years ago, everyone. Uh, I'm starting to kind of uh, miss the recommendy portion of our, of our show. So uh, I just thought I'd throw that out at the end. Uh, Mr. Andy, I know you've kind of watched and probably already got notes on shit, but yeah, yeah, a long time I will, ago. Um, I will endeavor to have that done by the time uh, <laughs> we record next. Yeah, we, uh, I think we forgot to throw in Ian's thoughts on New Japan. Did we do that? New Japan uh, versus Noah. I know that we played New Japan. Oh well. You know, what we do, Mr. Andy, is just play his review, like, right here, right now, because okay. professionalism yeah. is our job, <laughs> and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So, Hi. yes. Hi, Luke and Andy. I wanted to offer a few thoughts about Wrestle Kingdom Night 3 as your resident Noah fanboy. There was too much happening to talk about everything, so I'll confine myself to quick thoughts about the good, the bad, and the future. First, the good. There were some awesome matches on this show. 
Congo versus LIJ was astounding, one of the best 10-man matches I've ever seen. Tana and Okada versus Kiyomiya and Muto was three of the best wrestlers in the world and Keiji Muto. Marufuji and Ogawa versus CSJ and Kanemaru was such a great look into company and personal history. There were a ton of really good matches on this card. More than that, and I'll come back to this later, there was a feeling from everyone like this could be more than just a one-off, and I love the idea that this could be a series. Now the bad. Abima's handling of the broadcast was frankly pitiful. Some people trying to order couldn't get Abima to recognise their details, some were told that the show wasn't available in their country, the purchase only gave the English language version with no way of switching to Japanese, which doesn't seem a huge deal at first, but it is one when the English broadcast has been dogged by problems all night. Not only do we lose the feed entirely for the first ten minutes of the show, but when it does come back, none of the matches have audio for the intros because of, well, vaguely described copyright issues. End-to-end, it just felt like production was rushed, which is a shame given the usually smooth production of both NOAA and New Japan shows. The other significant problem was that this was fundamentally a show booked by Nozawa Rongai and Dick Togo, who seemed to be having their own private battle of egos. Hence what could have been a great junior heavyweight battle between Kotoge and Sho ends up with boring, heat-getting cheating. Togo and Evil versus Shiazaki and Kitamiya felt like it was heading the same way until Shiazaki pushed it back on track by sheer force of will. And the scoring was also a problem. New Japan winning the first three and last two matches meant that there wasn't really any tension about who would actually win out in the end. In the final match, the most Kiyomiya could hope for was a draw, and it was obvious from the start he wasn't going to get that. And now, the future. It's very obvious from the way this card was formulated and the way that the matches worked out that New Japan and Noah want to do this again. That would be fantastic. I'd love to see ZSJ versus Marafuji. I have a primal urge to see Inamura and Ishii get a full 20 minutes uninterrupted. However, if it happens, I'm going to need New Japan to be slightly less precious with their booking. They can afford to have some New Japan originals get pinned. Hell, you could afford to have a Noah guy compete for a New Japan title. Throw Kiyomiya in the New Japan Cup and let him supernova his way to a title shot. There is so much potential here for awesome stuff. We got a taste in this show, and it made me want more. Just just leave the House of Torture at home, guys. Thanks, guys. And until next time, in Kaito Kiyomiya we trust. That was some excellent thoughts on New Japan versus Noah from Ian. Um, yeah, that we listened to. Yeah, uh, he had uh, some of the same thoughts as, as me as well. So uh, on the on the tweety on the day, he and I were lamenting that we couldn't switch to Japan because maybe they've got the music there uh, to Japan, switch to Japanese. So you know, he he and I were lamenting the uh, production side of it, whereas you're just like. I don't care. I'm saying Noah versus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty guy. happy. Plus, dude, yeah. it's like three in the morning when I'm watching it. I can't crank the TV and listen to the music. I, I barely have it up. You know, I just don't want to be an asshole neighbor <laughs> that's up at you know three a.m. Yeah. listening to. They gotta hear 
I, I know some of my neighbors have got to walk by my door at four in the morning and they hear just Japanese like screaming coming from inside of here. I, they got to think, I'm what like, is that guy watching? Weird. Yeah. They're like, is he Japanese? <laughs> That's probably what they're thinking. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Ian had similar thoughts about uh, Keiji Budo. And yeah, so yeah, I know he's brought up Kiyomiya quite a lot either uh, on the Tweety or uh, on uh, our show as well. And uh, yeah, Mr. Ian, uh, I'm on the Kiyomiya train. Uh, I think he's great. He's good. So uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to watch everything he does coming forward, but. Uh, I, I think uh, if he has a super big important match in in the future at some point, uh, you and I might endeavour to try and check it out. So yeah, I'm a, a bit of a KMA fan, uh, I, I, and like Ian, uh, I'm begging for Inamura versus Ishii. That would be fucking gnarly as hell. So yeah, uh, thank you, Mr. Mr. Ian, for doing uh, reviews for both uh, Strong and. Also giving us some of your Noah knowledge because uh, whilst uh, I have my toes dipped into the Noah waters and you maybe have a foot in there, uh, Mr. Ian is uh, neck deep in, in all the Noah stuff. So he knows his shit there on that side. So, yeah, I don't know. I figured, all right, you might be knee deep. I don't know. I don't know how much Noah you've seen. So uh, whatever. I just want to through those fucking analogies or whatever. So, uh, yeah. Fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes. Uh, two really good shows. Uh, I'm totally biased. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say I like one or the other. They're both very – it's apples and oranges. But I I, I, I expected to enjoy Takataichi Mania 3. I didn't expect to finish the show and be like, fuck, I love that. Uh, and uh, for me to ask you this question, Miss Andy, can we watch Takataichi Desperado Four? Yeah. If there's time, I guess. Like yeah. if it's if it's a, if it comes out on a week where there's fucking like ten tournament episodes or something, then like uh, I'm sorry, guys. Then uh, maybe just recreationally watch it or something. But I, I really like this uh, show. It was a Suzuki, pretty much a Suzuki Goon love fest with uh, extra matches and people we've never seen before. So yeah, maybe we need to go yeah. back and watch Taka Taichi Mania two and Taka Taichi Mania one. You know, I mean, I don't know if those are on New Japan World. I'll have to check. Yeah. All right. So that will bring us to the. You see, this is why I stall near the end because I, I have so much fun doing this and I'm just like it's over. And uh, one or both of us is probably busting out of the gentleman's. So uh, <laughs> I will finish this by saying, and he earned it. The man jobbed his ass off on New Japan programming for a while, quite a while. And then he put on a really good show. So I'm going to end it like this. In Taka, we trust. Connective tissue.